This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the premier male grooming company with the star lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, and we want to be able to share the savings with you, our awesome listeners. So you can use the promo code BLUECHIP, all one word, to get 20% off your next order. Don't let your balls down. Get the lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Renition. I'm joined, as always, by my colleague over at Blue Chip Scouting and RisingDraft.com, Devin Jackson. Devin, how are you today? Pretty good, man. Can't complain, can't complain. Um, Maction lived up to the billing once again. Uh, it's very hard for it to not live up to the billing, if we're being honest. Yeah, uh, this week it wasn't as crazy as of uh, offensive performances, but uh, some some of the bigger name prospects all showed up. So uh, always good. Yeah, always a good thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I just don't. The only thing is that Rocky Lombardi seems to be on track to be the Mac Offensive Player of the Year, which I'm not really feeling that. But at this point. They have the best record in the MAC. He's putting stats. And honestly, I couldn't tell you this at the beginning of the season because I thought he was bad. But he's not as he, he's still bad, but he's not bad, bad. If that makes sense. Yeah. By now, you guys all know the deal. It is the Friday show. We're just gonna run through the games now, Devin. For the first time in a couple of weeks, we've got ourselves a bit of a conundrum. Obviously, this is being recorded at 10.30 on Thursday morning and coming out Friday morning. And on Thursday night, we have North Carolina on the road at number 21, Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh was favored by six and a half points. OU, sorry, the over-under on this game, 73. So, Devin, what happened in last night's game between Pittsburgh and North Carolina? Uh, since we're uh, looking in the future. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was a shootout between two uh, pretty good quarterback picks. And, and we both picked Pittsburgh, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm how I'm going to tackle this from now on. But I'm picking them not to cover. I don't think they'll cover. So you're saying that, uh, that it was a very tightly contested game. Maybe... They got out by a field goal, last second field goal by Pitt. I will tell you that Kenny Pickett threw the ball hither and yawned. It was a QB1 battle between Sam Howell Lord. and Kenny Pickett. Hey, you wanted to make that shit up about Malik Willis and, and Matt Corral last week. This is another one. Well, yeah, Division rivalry, baby. By the way, a combined 912 passing yards in this game. And Kenny Pickett throws the game winning t- through the game winning touchdown as Pitt survived 45 to 42. Listen, if you get all of this correct, you're going <laughs> to have to give up the, the lottery numbers tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Now watch it turn out to be seven to six the final. Like <laughs> uh, watch it be like twenty-four to twenty-one or some some ridiculous low score. I had to think of something fun because there have been a lot of times where we've got, well, you know, this game is happening 
the night before this this podcast comes out, but before we record. So here's what we think will happen. No, I just told you what did happen. <laughs> I decided to have a little bit of fun. Moving on, uh, Devin, a game that we don't have to, to look back at. We can look ahead to tonight, Friday night on ESPN2, a 6 o'clock Eastern kickoff time. We have number five Cincinnati on the road at South Florida, over under a 57 and a half. Cincy favored by 23. I'm going to get this right out of the way. USF is covering. I got Cincy winning and covering. Uh-uh. I, you know what, Cincy, you almost blew it against a really bad Tulsa team. Now, South Florida is somehow even worse, but I just don't trust you. I think you win, but I think you only win by like 17. I think they win by 28. I think Desmond Ritter still somehow finds a way to throw two picks. I mean, it's Desmond Ritter. He's an actor. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not any of my top QBs, so I'm. I have no allegiance to him. Oh, that was beautifully savage. That was beautifully savage. Uh All right. On Saturday, Jesus, I just took a look at this. All right, Devin, we got Alabama, number two in the nation. They're hosting one and eight New Mexico State. The over-under is 67. Would you like to take a guess at what Bama is favored by? 51. Yes. You had already seen it, hadn't you? Yeah. Well, um, that's well, not fun. Okay. Actually, you are incorrect, sir. It has now gone up. It is now 51 and a half. I will say, spoiler alert, I look at the odds of almost every college football game every year. Night, so that ruins the surprise, jackass. <laughs> well, I have to do it for one of my shows for work. So okay, never mind then. But uh, but yeah, I I got Bama winning. I don't. There's no way they. It's a fifty-one and a half point line. There's no way. I might throw out a ten dollar bet on New Mexico State to cover. Yeah, Just to yeah. cover. All they have to do, Devin, is lose by less than 50, and I'm good. I only had to score, like, two touchdowns. They can do that in garbage time. We're picking Bama, but I'm pay- I, I, there's no way that, that, that they cover. Nah. Now watch it turn out to be 77 to nothing. Oh, God. If that happens. <laughs> We're going to have a very fun time on Monday talking about that. We're not going to talk about it still. <laughs> All right, Devin. Moving on, ABC, we have number six, Michigan, on the road in your old stomping grounds at Penn State, over under 48 and a half. Michigan favored by only one and a half. This feels like a game Michigan will lose, so I'm picking Penn State. You're going to pick Penn State? I'm going to pick Michigan. I, I don't understand how they're ranked sixth in the nation. I don't. But, I mean, the – so uh, the playoff committee's explanation of how they're ranked higher than Michigan State made no sense. They lost to them, but they were the better team. What? I also didn't know Michigan State lost pretty good stuff. I, I know, but like, oh, they were the better team despite losing. Sure. Uh, give me Michigan State. Devin, I wish this game meant a lot more than it does. We have number eight, Oklahoma, on the road at number 13, Baylor. OU favored by five and a half with an over-under of 62. Give me Oklahoma. Um, Baylor losing last week 
really, really, really took, I think, the win out of their sales. So. Yep. Yep. Caleb uh, Williams has been steady for them. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since he's last played. They spent two weeks preparing for Baylor. Uh, I'm sorry, but Baylor is, is probably going to lose by a couple of touchdowns. Uh, I think that Baylor loses by seven. OU doesn't really have that blowout potential over like a really strong defense, I think. But I think I think Baylor ends up coming up short. Man, I wish they had beaten TCU last week. Yeah, that's, I mean, a loss to a, was a retro freshman starting for the first time. Giving up 400 yards, too. Yeah. That's... And I mean, like, taking a look at this, like, I think Oklahoma can force mistakes from Jerry Bohannon. I'm interested to see how Oklahoma's defense is able to uh, combat the rushing attack from Abram Smith, who, by the way, listen to this stat line on the year, man. 144 carries for 1,055 yards and 11 touchdowns. He was playing linebacker last year. Isn't that like eight yards a carry or something? 7.3. 7.3 a carry. Coming into this season, Devin, he had 12 career carries. Not bad. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, he's he's been pretty good. I'm wondering whether or not this is going to be similar to his, his game up against Oklahoma State where he was held under 100, but – Man, he he's he's been ripping off big plays. Uh, Baylor's offense goes as he goes, and all they need in order to to, to stay in a game is Jerry Bohannon to not turn the ball over, which is why they lost to TCU. I just don't have faith in the passing game. I'm gonna go Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I just think Oklahoma's off, <clears throat> offense is gonna be too tough to stop from Baylor consistently. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Mississippi State. They're five and four on the, on the year. They're on the road at Jordan Hare sta- uh, Stadium to take on number seventeen Auburn. Auburn favored by five and a half. Over under fifty. Give me Auburn and the points. Give me Auburn and the points. I read a stat today, Devin. Through nine games, would you like to know how many touchdowns Bo Nix has thrown? Seven. Nine. Yikes. <laughs> By the way, uh, Will Rogers already on the season has thrown 483 pass attempts. That might leave system. He is averaging 53 attempts per game. I'm sure his shoulders are fine and dandy. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, I think his longest, I think his longest throw on the year was like nine yards. Longest average, like, like longest area, dude. It's 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 Mike Leach's system. Like, remember, oh, remember dude, last year when dude. he would throw like fifty passes and complete for like a hundred and twelve yards. I thought you were serious for a moment. No, I, no, no. I'm being I'm sarcastic. Joke, no. I'm I'm just being a smart ass. Uh, but yeah, give me Auburn. Give me the points. Uh, however, keep an eye on left tackle for Mississippi State, Charles Cross. That's my guy. Hashtag brand. There we go. The first one of the day. And it wasn't coming from you. The rarity on this show. Listen, I'm 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 backing off on the brand talk. It's it's about to get to that season where, you know, I'm about to start uh, doing final reports. So I'm gonna back off that a little bit. Devin's gonna realize that he can't have 312 first round grades. 
hey, now that that's not me. I, I don't call everyone a first rounder. That's people. All right, moving on. Oh, uh, never mind. Can we can we talk some more about Mississippi State and Auburn? Because I don't want to talk about Northwestern and Wisconsin. Smash the under. Uh, Wisconsin favored by 24 and a half over under a 41. How does that even make sense? <laughs> the final score has to be like, what, 20, 24 to nope, it would, no, 34 to 7? E- 46? Yeah, something like that. It's crazy. Wisconsin wins are not covering. They, they no. No. It's not happening. By the way, Graham Mertz is the leading passer heading into this game, Devin, with uh, 1,289 yards on the season. People told me he, he could be uh, QB1 in this class. He is averaging about 130 passing yards a game. Remember everyone was about to crown him uh, QB1 after one game? I know of one specific person that, that crowned him as QB1. And I've yet to see a non-Wisconsin propaganda tweet from this person. That's true. We're going to move on now, though. We are going to move on. Uh, give me Wisconsin. Give me Northwestern to cover. I think Brandon Joseph intercepts uh, Graham Mertz. I need something from from Brandon Joseph because I had him as a top five player coming into the season. He has not played like one. His team also stinks. His team sucks. Will the real Northwestern please stand up? Are you 2019 Northwestern or are you 2020 Northwestern? I mean, none of this be... half in, half out, half half in, half out shit. Either suck or don't suck. I mean, they'll be they'll be back decent next year. So no, I, I'm not doing this Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde bullshit with this with this program. Be used to. It. I mean, this is this is. By the way, Devin, I apologize that you're gonna have to mark this this podcast as explicit. <laughs> Uh, most of them I do. <laughs> All right. Should we just move on? Yeah. All right. We have number 24, Utah, on the road against Arizona, fresh off their win against Cal. Um, they're favored by 24, over under a 54. Utah's winning and covering. Arizona's Yes. Good. But you can't tell that to Cal. You know, Devin, when 13 starters are out due to COVID protocol, there's nothing you can really do, even if you have to face Arizona. 10 to 3, Mike. 3. 13 starters out, including three offensive linemen and your quarterback. Three points. Again, three offensive linemen and your quarterback out. Do you remember when the national champion LSU Tigers gave up 700 passing yards in their first game as as reigning champs? Hey, they still score points. It doesn't matter. (laughs) They gave up 700 yards. They made KJ Costello look like Patrick Mahomes. I can do this shit too, Devin. It doesn't affect me because that happened last year. This is this year. (laughs) (laughs) Cal misses Cam Bynum so bad. Cam, they missed more than that. Yes, but Cam's our friend. (laughs) Listen, he's he's exactly where he needs to be. He is. He he is. Need to be in college still. No, 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 no. That's our dude. All right. 
Uh, but yeah, give me give me Utah on the points. Uh, we have number one Georgia on the road at Neyland Stadium in Tennessee to take on the Volunteers that are now five and four. Georgia favored by twenty with an over under of fifty six. There is like want Tennessee to make this a game. Honestly, it's not going to happen. I'm covering. I got Georgia winning, but Tennessee covering. I got Georgia winning and covering. I just don't think that Tennessee can score points against. I don't think anyone can score points against this Georgia defense. I think if anyone could do it on the remaining schedule, it would be Tennessee or Bama. That's it. That's it. I wouldn't be surprised if we get through the entire season and the most points scored on Georgia is 17. Could be. I mean, they've been dominant, so. All right, Devin, I'm very excited about this next one. We got number 19, Purdue, on the road at number four, Ohio State. OSU favored by 21, over under of 62 and a half. I'm still picking Ohio State to win, but I got Purdue covering. I got Purdue covering. I think Ohio State wins. I think Ohio State, this one's going to turn into a barn burner, man. These guys are going to put up points. I wouldn't be surprised if this turns into a 38-35 shootout. I think C.J. Stroud's probably going to have a monster game, like 350, 375, and a couple of touchdowns. Trayvon Henderson's probably going to find the end zone a couple of times. That being said, I don't think Purdue's got it in them to, to pull the upset. I wish they did. It would. I would love to see some more chaos, but we're just not going to. That was going to have a great game. I feel like I feel like 21 points is is a bit disrespectful, though. Yeah, I mean. Considering, I'm, I would give them at least 10, 12 points. I mean, at the at, at the minimum, I mean, they but, beat Michigan State. <laughs> I, you know what I was going to say, Devin? Ohio State needs to fear them because they're a top five team. But Purdue's now ranked, so I'm not sure what that does for their psyche. It's the yeah. unranked Purdue against top five that we need to worry about. Yeah, that's, they might lay a name, man. They might lay a name. They might. Speaking of laying an egg, this whole this whole game might lay an egg. We got Minnesota on the road at number 20, Iowa. Devin, we are getting dangerously close to the lowest over-under, I think, ever. Iowa favored by five and a half. The over-under on this game is 37 points. I remember this when this game mattered two years ago. That's when Minnesota just came off their win against Penn State, and then they lost to Iowa, and then they lost to Wisconsin. <clears throat> to not make it to the Big Ten Championship. Um, I'm going to say this. Devin smashed the under. I still say smash the under. It's 37 <laughs> points, and I still say smash the under. Give me Iowa to win um, in cover, I guess. Iowa wins, Minnesota covers, and the under is, is achieved. You must be looking at like a 13 to 10. 14 point. to 10. Yikes. <laughs> Big Ten game I won't be watching Devin we have a ranked Conference USA team let's go We got number 23 Texas San Antonio UTSA The the I was going to Say something and I couldn't remember the, I was going to say the running road runners But that doesn't make any damn sense The road runners on not on the road. They're at home. Jesus. I need more coffee. All right. They're hosting Southern Miss. They are favored by 33 points with an over under of 54 and a half. 
Where are we going with this? UTSA is winning and covering. Uh, fun I fact agree. About, about Southern Miss, they are on their seventh quarterback this year. Did you, I'm sorry, did you say seventh? Yes. As in like one after six? Yes. Jesus in, Christ. Injury, injury, injuries. They have a linebacker playing quarterback right now. The fuck? They don't have seven scholarship quarterbacks. I mean, so, good point. Um, but yeah, that's the fun fact of the game. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, I think they're, I think they're going to win and, and they're going to cover. I think I would say also expect a big game from sincere McCormick. Yep. You know what? UTSA has some dudes this year. They've got McCormick, Zachary Franklin, the wide receiver, Spencer Burford, the, uh, the left tackle dude. We have multiple prospects to talk about from Texas, San Antonio. It's a good year. What a world we live in, eh? Doesn't UTSA also have like a six foot five corner? Yeah, Tyree Wool, uh, Woolen, I think. I, I think you should know, Devin. You did an article on him. No, nah, I did an article on the safety. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which again, there's another one. There, that's five we're up to. Yeah, he's a junior, so he'll probably come back and come out next year. All right, should we move on? Because, like, what uh, what other in-depth prediction can we do for UTSA and Southern Miss? Not much. All right, Devin, you know who I feel really bad for this week? It's Maryland. They're on the road at a very pissed-off Michigan State team. Michigan State favored by 13 with an over-under of 61. Yeah, um, Michigan State's going to win and cover. I agree. I expect a very big game from Kenneth Walker. Like, maybe... 203 scores i was gonna say 150 and two scores we good dude look. it's kenneth walker he just he rolls out of bed and puts up 130 except against purdue huh except <laughs> purdue had other plans for him all right dev we're gonna take a quick break and then when we come back we're going to break down the second half of these games that sound good yes sir all right we want to thank our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet for whatever your needs are. With nine amazing flavors to choose from, all of which covered in 100% chocolate. Oh, by the way, guys, they have several monthly special offer bars as well, all of which have up to 19 grams of protein with only four grams of added sugar and four grams of net carbs. Built Bar has whatever you're looking for, whether you're looking for a delicious snack, a pre- or post-workout bar, or need to keep up with your macros, Built Bar is a top-of-the-first-round protein bar. See what I did there? Draft puns. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code BIGSHOTS for 10% off your next order. That's BIGSHOTS, all one word, 10% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And we are back. All right, Devin, I, I figured we needed to take a bit of a break so we could digest this next game. Number 11, Texas A&M on the road at number 15, Ole Miss. We got – why am I drawing a blank on, on Texas A&M's quarterback's name? Calzada. Calzada. Well, he's not really a prospect. All right, we got Isaiah Spiller at running back taking on potential QB1, Matt Corral of Ole Miss. A&M favored by two and a half points, over under a 56 and a half. Where are you going with this one, Devin? Um, give me A&M. I think Ole Miss has kind of hit their peak this season already. Um, 
they're they're realistically an eight nine win team coming into the year uh, at their best, and I think they're still on course for that. Um, but I don't think they can beat A and Their defense is really really solid. Jimbo's figured it out. Uh, Calzada at quarterback. Uh, plus, um, I, I just do not see, um, you know, I, I just don't see Ole Miss being able to be good defensively in this game. I, I just worry about their defense. It's, it's been an issue the last couple of weeks. I mean, even it's Liberty, they couldn't really put them away, so to speak. They let them hang around pretty much uh, the entire game. So I think I think A&M wins. I'm actually going to go with Ole Miss in this one. I think that uh, Corral starts slinging it early. They get up on Texas A&M, and A&M's got to have to rely way more on the passing game than they normally do with Calzada. And Ole Miss is able to escape that way. That's fair. I'm going ballsy. It doesn't count anymore, so I'm going ballsy. <laughs> go off, man. Exactly. Devin, we got number nine Notre Dame against – Unranked Virginia in Virginia, Notre Dame favored by five and a half over under of 64. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why is the over under that high in Notre Dame game? It's very simple. Virginia doesn't have a single player on defense that can tackle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, agreed on all parts. I got Notre Dame winning. I got Notre Dame winning Virginia. as well. I think this one gets really high scoring, like 45-38. Virginia's fun. Um, I think, I don't know if Armstrong is playing or not. Cause last time I checked, he had like broken ribs or something. Um, and that was, if he's not playing Virginia's screwed. Yeah. I'm not sure what his status is in heading into this game, but I got Notre Dame winning. I got Notre Dame winning this one as well. I don't think it's going to be, uh, too much of the unpredictability. Uh, I think Notre Dame is just a more solid team. Although it would surprise the hell out of me if we got like a 300-yard passing game from Jack. Come. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's not going to happen, so. I, I would not care either way. Devin, this game belongs as the, AS, uh, as the ABC nightcap game, and we need to get it the hell off the ACC network. It's number 16, NC State, on the road at number 12, Wake Forest, Wake favored by two points, over under of 66 and a half. This is just despicable, man. And and this is this is the reason why the rankings are always messed up because they don't give teams like NC State or Wake Forest credit. They don't even put them on a network that people can watch. No, who yeah. has the ACC network? If you actually have the ACC network, do me a favor and, and tell me about it on Twitter. Just unbelievable. Look. This is the real QB1 battle of the weekend. Sam Hartman. Devin Leary versus Sam Hartman. Let's go. Um, this game is I'm 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 just stunned that this is the ACC network, honestly. Like this should be the ESPN night game. This should be like ABC. It should be something else. Like oh god, the ABC night game is Notre Dame and Virginia. Wow. Don't they or A&M and already? Ole Miss. Or doesn't A&M and Ole Miss. Doesn't, I'm about to say, doesn't Notre Dame already have? Um, they normally have NBC. NBC? Like, you can't have all these networks anyway. To the actual game, uh, it should be a good one. Um, NC State, you know, it's, it's been a solid team all year. You know, the losses, I think, this year that came against 
uh, I want to say it was Louisville and Mich- uh, it was Miami and Mississippi oh, State. Okay. Yeah. Mississippi State. By, yeah, Miami was only by a point. But I, I would like to see NC State win. Uh, I'm, I'm picking them to win. I am also picking them to win. I, I think Wake Forest has been a great story, but they, they're running into some teams. That's towards the end of the year. Um, yeah, they got Sam, they got murderers row. Yeah, playing Sam Howell and then Devin Leary back to back is is not a fun task for a defense nope. to stop anybody. So again, NC State winner. I Kim Aquanu. That's who to watch too. I Kim Aquanu. Um, I also watched their interior offensive lineman, their center, Grant Gibson. He's a fun player as well. Uh, North Carolina State, they got some dudes, guys. They got some dudes. I don't know how this next line makes any sense. We got number 25, Arkansas, on the road against LSU. Arkansas favored by two and a half over under 59. That would be Vegas overreacting to LSU almost being banned last week. Mm-hmm. So. Give me Arkansas on the points. Same, man, same. Devin, I, you, I, I, I love how sad it makes you to have to predict LSU almost every week now. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to pick against the team you cheer for, but at the same time, you got to be realistic. I do it all the time. Don't worry. Both both NFL and, and in college. It's what happens when you're a fan of bad teams. Well, hopefully this is the last year LSU is bad. Oh, I, I'm, I'm getting ready for like another five years before Cal's even ranked again. So, like... Moving on to a less depressing topic. We have TCU on the road at Oklahoma State. Uh, this is in my wheelhouse. We got, oh, uh, sorry, OK State favored by 13 over under a 54 and a half. TCU coming off their upset. Oklahoma State, they don't really put up a whole lot of points, but uh, they are capable of shutting teams down. And TCU doesn't exactly have the most high flying offense. Give me Oklahoma State in the points. I think. Give me I, Oklahoma State in the points as well. I think that they win this one probably. Oh, geez. 20. I think the under is achieved, but I don't think they put up a, a, a ton of points in the process. Like 31 to 17. I'm going to say 27 to 10. All right, Devin, we got two more games before we get on out of here. We got Washington State on the road at number three, Oregon. Oregon favored by 14, over under 57 and a half. Where are we going with this one? Oregon and the points, man. Oregon and the points. Next. <laughs> There's just nothing to talk about with this game. Give me, Although Kayvon Thibodeau up against Abraham Lucas, so there's that. Devin literally just yawned in response to me saying that. So I won't I won't be watching this Pac 12 after dark. Yeah. All right, Devin. I know why you're not going to be watching that Pac 12 after dark. It's because you're going to be tuned into this next one. We got number 22, San Diego State hosting seven and two Nevada. Aztecs favored by three over under a 46. I'm not taking out there in this game. I'm Look, I'm Diego taking the State, over. I'm taking Nevada with the upset. Yeah, I'm picking Nevada too. I think. Oh well, that ruins all the fun. Yeah, sorry, but <laughs> I don't. I don't like San Diego State's team. 
their defense is pretty much the reason that they're ranked right now. I mean, their offense has been pretty pedestrian. Um, I was going to say, though, San Diego State's defense is good, but they're not going to be able to stop Romeo Dubs. And By the way, did you see Mel Kuyper's latest big board? He's got, like, Cam Thomas at, like, 15. That is a brand guy, indeed. I, I <laughs> desperately need to watch. I desperately need to watch, man. You've been telling me all fucking season, and I haven't gotten to it. And every time that you, that he's mentioned, I'm just like, I'm off here in a corner. I don't really know. He's good. But he wasn't even put on my on my watch list yet. Damn, I'm really behind. Yeah, he he's good. I don't know if he's top fifteen good. That's I mean, we're opinion. talking. You know what? I got a chance. I watched a little bit more of the other under the radar guy that's getting like first round buzz, and that's Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa. And I still don't get it. I think he's like a round three, round four guy, not top ten. Despicable. I, th- I swear they're confusing him with Spencer Brown from last year. Yeah, I, I haven't watched nothing of him, so I have no. Uh... But I, I'm worried. I'm worried that my expectations are going to be kind of like let down in the process. Look, I, I'll tell you. Look, Cam Thomas. He makes a lot of plays. He's very intriguing. Has nice length, size. They play him in, in the wrong position, though. There's a lot of times he's in the interior. He's not really that big to be playing here. He still gets and, and makes plays and, and splits double teams, but you want to see him out on the edge. But he's he's a fun player. I, I would say I, the highest I would go for him is maybe round three. I, I wouldn't go round one, full round one of it. I have a question for you. Okay. Now, obviously, we have seen Nevada's offense revolve around basically their three-headed attack on offense of Carson Strong at quarterback, uh, Romeo Dubs at wide receiver, and then um, Cole Turner at tight end. Does San Diego State have anyone that can match up with the two targets? Trenton Thompson, the DB, uh, very physical. He can at least make life difficult for Romeo Dubs. I don't know if he's going to be able to flat-out stop him. They don't have anyone to guard Cole Turner. So it's Which, be... all the more reason to give me Nevada to, to not only cover, but to win outright. And then I think at the end of the year, we're talking Jay Norvell at one of these Power 5 openings. He's been phenomenal this year for Nevada. I mean, I don't know how they... I fully believe... I fully believe – I thought he was going to make sense at, at Texas Tech. I think that somewhere like like TCU would make a lot of sense, or West Virginia if they open up. I think he's going to the Big 12. Yeah, they, they're they 7-2. Their only losses are to Kansas State and Fresno State. I mean, that's – those are two damn good teams. That's pretty impressive. All right, Devin, is there anything you want to talk about before we get on out of here? Nah. I don't think so. Um, like I said, at the top of the show, another good week of matching. Um, and I'm kind of glad that they get out of the way so I can focus on uh, other games on Saturday. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's getting close to, to full-on draft season. So uh, definitely excited to start writing some final reports on some of these prospects and uh, getting the ball rolling on that. Absolutely. Um, you know, same for me every week. Yesterday uh, was my NFL predictions article. I went really 
really off in terms of some of the comedy uh, that you normally get from me. Um, and just the outright savagery that you can expect in my articles. Not a lot of in-depth analysis in those. Fuck those. You can find those on like 97 different websites. I, I, I tackle it from a different perspective. But today, as, you, as you're listening to this, you can find my, um, my Big 12 uh, scouting review. Those are always taken very seriously because the draft is the draft is serious, Devin. The draft is some serious shit. The NFL doesn't really matter, but the draft is serious shit. Uh, but no, other than that, you can find me on Twitter at Mike H underscore Jackson. Find Devin on Twitter at Real D underscore Jackson. Follow the show on Twitter at Big Shots Pod. Follow our work at Blue Chip Scouting. Follow Blue Chip Scouting at Blue Chip Scout. Follow Devin's work at RiseandDraft.com. Follow Rise and Draft on Twitter at RND Scouting. And we will see you guys on Tuesday.